This is the OKC82 Podcast with Chisholm Holland and Brady Trantham on the Franchise Podcast Network. This is the OKC82 Podcast, Chisholm Holland, Madison Morris, and Brady Trantham live from the press. And I was getting laid. <laughs> I just wanted to ruin you. <laughs> I'm leaving all that in. No, you're not. I absolutely am, no, as the not. one recording and the one editing. Uh, no uh, SEC regulation here. God. Ah, shit. <laughs> I'm literally just going to start with my intro and you saying, and I was getting late. That's all. I'm, no, no one's going to have any context to what we were talking about. I just, wanted, I just wanted you to make a face, hit a button, and just do it over again. No. No. We do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> Scream at the press. We're at the press down on 16th Street in uh, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, near my part of town down here in the Plaza District for sure. Uh, Madison, your first time having the Buffalo Mac yes. and Cheese. Oh, my gosh. 10 out of 12 out of 10. It That's was really impossible. good. That's impossible. No, it was possible because it was really good. And I love mac and cheese and I love buffalo chicken strips, so put them all together and you got me. You got me. Are you one of those people who say I gave 110%? Um, yes. You know that's not possible. I'm also one of those people that said, oh, 100% for everything. I'm like, oh, I will 100% be there. I, I 100% love this. I wonder if it was Dion Waiters who was probably on some edible gummy bears uh, that had the thought, you know what, mac and cheese is good, buffalo chicken is good, let Let's combine them. I don't know. But whoever Ooh. thought of that here at the press, man. They did a really good job. Apart. Normally, I try to eat a little lighter here at the press. You know, trying to trim up a little bit. Trying to look good. Gave in today. Yeah, you shoved a Mashed the, potato the, bowl, which is heck yeah. mashed potatoes, Looks good. corn, cheese, chicken strips, gravy. All the good things. Dang. All in one big smorgasbord, <laughs> if you will, on top of itself. Unbelievable. If there's a pool of that in heaven and you get to swim around in it, that's that's going to be fun. Oh, I, Assuming I go to heaven. For sure. <laughs> that's horrible. You also, you also had some of those there's mozzarella some skepticism? Sticks. I go to church on Sundays. You're more than welcome to tag along anytime. We can get that question answered real quick. <laughs> you you can also, come with me. You also shoved a few of those mozzarella sticks in your mouth, and they look like little cigars. Dude, the, the mozzarella sticks here at the press are no joke. The biggest mozzarella sticks I've mm-hmm. ever seen you in my get life. A, you can get a top hat, put the peace symbol, and put that in your mouth. Do you say you can get a top hat? You need a top hat, do the peace symbol, and put that in your mouth. You look like Winston Churchill. <laughs> I have a top hat. I don't know I what the odds were of Winston Churchill getting worked in today, but I mean, this this is our greatest time. When's the last time f- that you came on the radio and talked about gar- Gothic op- architecture? Um, we didn't get to we didn't get to that. That was uh, Jerry's fault. Oh, Jerry, there you go. It's always Jerry's fault. It's late 16th century, though. But when you think of Notre Dame and Paris, that's Gothic architecture. So this is the OKC 82 podcast, and since I'm not a member of the uh, the post game <laughs> podcast. I feel like I have a little bit of liberty to change this in a direction that maybe you're not prepared for. Oh, God. We talked about it a little bit just before we started recording, but I think this is the most interesting story going on right now Kay. in the world. Not in the world. But the most interesting story in sports. Cream City. <laughs> so James Wiseman, the future number one overall pick in the 2020 NBA draft, uh, was just informed that he has been suspended for 12 games. I can get into the litigation of why that's hilariously wrong and why he shouldn't be suspended at all. And without everyone arguing of, you got an illegal benefit, just take my word for it. This one's different. Most of the time I agree that if NCAA students are taking money from boosters, mm-hmm. they deserve to get the punishment. Not because I think taking money is wrong, but because they know that's against the rules. If you break the rules, yeah. I'm really sorry. You knew that coming into it. Right. This is a clear oddball entity here where James Wiseman should be totally okay. But he's getting 12 games. Nonetheless, he also must donate $11,500 to a charity of his choice. Required to donate $11,500. This college athlete who's never made a dime for playing basketball. A college is re- freshman. He's like 18 years old. This 18-year-old is required. 
That's a that's a fine. He got fined. Now, this is different than an NBA or an NFL fine because he's not making money. So how can an entity that's not paying him fine right. him? Am I the only? No, I mean, it's, no. It's, I, what am I missing? I think that's bizarre. The NCAA, it's it's national communists against athletes. I mean, Brian Bosworth said it in the '80s, and still rings true. Um, I have a problem with anybody that isn't you telling you what to do with your money, like especially when there it's is not something your... un-American about that. Absolutely. Um, and then, yeah, we could we can fall down the rabbit hole about like athlete financial compensation and all that stuff. But this is just stupid. It's just flat out stupid in the first place. It's uh, it's it's. You said it. You said it before we went on air. If he was getting paid by the NCAA, like a paycheck. Okay, maybe they have some legal loophole to tell him what to do with that money, but it's like the same thing with the NBA. The NBA is paying these players. If they break a rule or get a technical or whatever, and they have to and they have to pay a fine, it goes to a charity. Sure. So allegedly, by the way, allegedly they don't tell us where these charities. Have you ever are. looked up? Have you ever looked yeah. into this information? Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a weird dark place. Cloak and dagger. Wait, I'm confused. Where where does this number come from? Eleven thousand five hundred. No idea. Like why is it that so no random? No idea. It's way less than he took. I, and again, that makes it sound like he took money. It's way less than he was given mm-hmm. in 2008. It's way less money Jeez. than that. So it's Penny Hardaway's like weekly paycheck. I, I have no idea. That's a random number. That's, random number. That's just like bizarre because you can do that to an NBA player because, like you guys were said, they probably carry that in their pocket. Like they're making a lot of money. This guy's an 18-year-old freshman in college. I was 18 when I was in college. Now. If we're, but I'm just like, if we're going to be real no, here. No, I didn't have any money in college. If we're going to be real here, he makes money. We all know how dirty college basketball is. We all know how dirty the AAU circuit is. College athletes. Just college. No, college I, athletics. I, I, I know. It's dirty. Okay. I know. But, like, don't look at this from the standpoint of, like, oh, my God, how is he going to raise that $11,000 if he doesn't and have I'm a sure job? And I'm sure they're going to push the date back to after he gets drafted. Yeah, and yeah. If, if his family is smart, they'll just create some, like, BS charity – that basically is just his, and he can just sit on like it until he. Go fund me or something. Oh yeah, <coughs> yeah. I'm gonna Do donate to the James Wiseman Go Go Fund Me account. Because he's in trouble with the. NCAA. I saw it on somebody's MySpace page. <laughs> what a stupid story. I know that's a weird place to start. I'm sorry. And that news just broke as we sat down, and I just, it's a weird story, and I think well, it's the dumbest. Looking at the thing. rundown, it was either that or Gothic architecture. So. Or we could have w- talked about Dion Waiters. Taking gummies and having to have an emergency landing, but that sucks because I love because gummy you're bears. the only person at this. No, no, Chisholm, shut your mouth. I'm just saying that that sucks for him because now everybody frowns upon gummy bears, and I love gummy bears. So I feel like everyone's just gonna give me crap now. Also, That's what I said a long time ago when they started putting <coughs> weed inside gummies. I got no problem with people, you know, smoking or eating weed or whatever you're doing with it. I got no problem with it. Don't make it indistinguishable for kids. Doing the ganja. Dion Waiters. Dion Waiters. You probably didn't even know. It was probably an honest mistake. Yeah, it was also bad optics that a day or two later, when Kyler Murray was um, <coughs> courtside at the Suns game when the Lakers came to town. Eating gummy bears? And LeBron came over and gave him a handshake. He's eating gummy bears. This is a twisted he web. <laughs> it's a conspiracy now, of drug I feel like trafficking. like that was Kyler Murray just like See, and clowning it. It's <laughs> like, hey, I'm going to eat some gummy bears now too. This is a personal problem, not a society problem. I'm not, not trying to make like this Kyler. larger. <laughs> I have an issue now where if I see anyone, and I mean anyone with a vape, it could be my mother. I just assume it's weed, which I know <laughs> that's not correct. But I just assume oh, that's that they're Is your mother like the Grateful Dead? 
or Led Zeppelin or Pink no. Floyd? No. No. <laughs> My mom is the opposite of all those things. Oh, well, okay. Well, it's not weed then, probably. No. But I just can't help it. I just assume every vape is weed. I'm like, oh, you're getting I mean, I, I, my naive self, I used to think it was. I didn't know that you could just do, like, vaporized air or whatever that had Nicotine. a flavor or yeah. something. Shism, you, yeah. don't, you don't vape, do you? Do I strike you as a vapor? Be honest. Be honest. No. Do you, you jewel? Don't. Do you have a jewel? Oh, wait. A jewel. Is that different? I don't know. Is okay. it? Madison has all this knowledge about. I, I, no, like, I know I what jewels are, but I thought they were kind of the same thing. I think they I'm are sure. the same thing. They're like an e-cig type thingy, right. right? Right. But they have like weed in them. Correct. Yes. Sometimes, not all the time. But that's I assume what, that that's way all, over my head. Yeah, it's all. Uh, I'm just gonna put a disclaimer out there. I don't do any of these vaporizer <laughs> little weed things with the jewels. As I don't do any of that. She takes a giant pull of. I don't vape. do any of that. Now give me a second. Now one second. I'm gonna make a cyclone on the table. <laughs> just I'll, kidding. I'll be. That's honest. the only reason I want to vape is just to make the cool stuff. The do you like the Cheerios or something? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. I'll leave that story personal because I don't. W- I don't want to offend the v- our, our vaping. Listeners, vaping community, the vaping community. I got no problem with you. Madison vaping. already pissed off the porn star community. I probably on did. The radio. I I called them out on the radio. What was that? Two nights ago. Yeah, uh, Jerry. John. Do we ever get a, a, a final <laughs> wrap up of that story? Is that over? No, no it's just it's just gonna go to the wayside, like all these things do. No, so I want this to come out. Let, let, let's let's back up real quick and let's go ahead and explain. Paint everything. the picture. Yeah, paint the picture. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to paint it as well as you guys can. Um, we can just Google up some pictures well, if you want. Essentially, actually, oh, one second. No, 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 do, no do not open that. Look no, at this, Madison. Don't, no, no. Without, look. without naming specific names, there was a adult film actri- actress mm-hmm. who tweeted at the Oklahoma City Thunder and said something along the lines of, like, "Whoever owes me, pay me my money." Yes. Uh, so people immediately started trying to dig in and figure out who this person was. There is one NBA player who follows this person on Instagram from the Thunder. From the Thunder, uh, who people are alleging. I will say, upon my own research. That one individual follows a whole lot of these people. Oh, no. So I think that might just be a coincidence. <laughs> I'm just not saying that's a guarantee as it was led to be to believe. Well, yeah. if he was smart, he would have unfollowed her. Yes, but, but that's not by happening. my count, and again, I'm not very good with identifying adult film actresses just by the name. So some of it I was guessing. Me, me It was either. like upwards of like 40. So, like, I think there just might have been a lot of following on. So that could have been an honest mistake on his part where he got dragged into this web. I'm also him. going to because there's another name that's been floated around. I'm also going to go ahead and assume that adult film actresses are not got Woj notifications. Uh, probably so she not. might be a little delayed <laughs> on what's happened. <laughs> I guess the moral of this story is if you're easily offended, uh, don't pick up Deon, Deon, or Deontay, I keep wanting to say Deon Waiters, Deontay Burton's phone look up his, uh, pull up his Twitter app because his timeline's probably pretty interesting. Gosh. <laughs> I didn't hear. I went the That's whole time without saying his name, and then you just went and threw it out. Yeah, I was about to say, Brady just totally it, threw him under the bus. It's out there. We talked about it on the radio. Yeah, we're talking about Tiana Trump, too, by the way. Just going to put that I did out not there. know she existed. That, That's her name. I didn't know that. I heard the I name, and I was like, what? Is that the president's daughter? Or I thought something? it was one like, of those, another Trump girl. I or thought something. it was another, like, Trump. And I was like, oh my gosh, someone from the Oklahoma Magma. City basketball yeah. roster is involved with the president's daughter. Like, all hell's about to break loose. Yeah, but anyway, like, Monday night pregame show, John Hamm, Jerry Ramsey, and Madison Morris. And John and Jerry did their thing where they just kind of say silly things around Madison just to see her, like, either cringe or smile or giggle. And they started talking about this works. story. And then Madison just was like, ungodly acts. Well, that, I mean, are they are they good acts? Are they? It, that's incredibly subjective. No, I Beauty is in thing. the eye of the beholder, Madison. I, as a woman, I think that that is just gross. 
That's so not wrong, though. Gross and wrong is two different things. Vomiting on the floor right here is gross. Yeah. But it's not wrong. No, I mean, okay, listen. She's making more money than I am. That's all I'll put out there right now. Like, So good for her. She's doing what she wants to do. Release her tax returns. Um, <laughs> yeah. Save for that 401k. But I don't know, y'all. I'm just saying that I thought it was disgusting, and I did not expect Jerry and John to actually come out on the radio and say it. And so it just triggered something inside of me, and so I had to speak my opinion. And I'll, I'll remind you, because we just did two post-game shows in a row, but you're not on the radio, so you can say whatever you want. Boom. Yeah, Number that's two, true. <laughs> please explain to Chisholm uh, your research method of finding out who this actress was. Because like like you said, oh you, thought it, was a Trump, yeah. you thought it was a Trump, like a president's God Trump almighty. daughter. Did you just so, Google her? No, I didn't Google her. I, so one of the articles I read, at the very end of the article, it said, and whatever you do, do not open her Twitter if you are at work or if you are around a bunch of people. And so me being intrigued, I went and opened her Twitter because I was like, what are they talking about? Like, you can't put that kind of stuff on Twitter. Oh, yes, you can. You absolutely can. Oh, yes, you can. And the first thing. <laughs> Instagram is the only place the that you can. The first thing that was on her Twitter, I screamed and dropped my phone. If that gives you any kind of an idea of what it was. <laughs> I promise you everyone is rushing right now. Just go, go check her Twitter. She, she Don't told, be around she, your parents. She so. told me the story Monday night when we were watching the Thunder and the Clippers because I didn't look at it at all. And she was telling me this, and I was like, okay. And I just scrolled through, and, like, the first picture, I was like, oh, my God. I just imagined Madison <laughs> looking at it going, oh, no. I actually I actually screamed. I, I was by myself when I did it. I don't know anyone else in my life who I think is more innocent than Madison Morris. I know. I'm just Bless saying, like, heart. that was gross and grimy, and I felt so disgusting, like, pulling that up on my Twitter. And I was like, oh, my God, can people see me opening her Twitter pulling right now? Pulling up on now? Twitter now on her r- regular well, browser, incognito window. Yeah. No, Do that would probably want. put a virus on my computer or something, right? Well, I can use incognito. Santa Claus like. certainly saw it, Madison. Do you, so, have, a, uh, <laughs> do you have a Mac? Yes. You're fine. Oh, sweet. Go surf the Good know. to know. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Chisholm with the knowledge. Jeez. From experience? An actual mess. At one point on in time, now. I was a child. Really? I thought you've just always been <laughs> <a> radio, <laughs> been podcast extraordinaire, Chisholm Holland. Fuck, I'm still waiting on that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the uh, I guess the search will just... It'll continue. It's going to remain I a cold case. I will keep you guys updated because I'm but very But this story's been around for a while, right? Now, obviously, this tweet is new. But that I, was like she yeah. like went on a podcast like a year ago. No, she that was about the, was Pacers, about the Pacers years yeah. ago when she was apparently 15, 16, 16 years gross. old. And every time you read an article from that like from that interview that she did um, or see like video clips shows, it's always a Paul George. And I think that's just a large assumption because of Paul George's romantic history, which is on the record now. That that yeah, that's not a secret. But it's not That's how I, he I has children I, now. I, I don't know if it was with Paul George. But, yeah, it's it wasn't with just the Thunder. The, the Thunder thing just occurred over the weekend. Right. Ew, I can't look okay, at Okay, well, that's them. about as long as I want to talk about that, honestly. <laughs> I'm peaked. That's it. Have yeah. we, ta- we have not talked since the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder beat uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, that was uh, pretty surprising. Um, I think Can I, I tell you, I called that on the radio that morning. Really? Is it? Did you say oh, sorry, Friday morning. Did you say it because the uh, 76ers offense is so boring and uninnovative that they're – immense talent will still won't matter against a team the Thunder who do play to a system. It's not pretty at times, but they do play to a system. Nope, that's exactly what I said. No, that's not, no. not even close. <laughs> uh, I actually said, and I was wrong, so I'm admitting that I was wrong, but I was right, which is a great problem to have. Uh, I said the Thunder were going to win, but I said because the Thunder have, have one of the best defenses in the league, Philadelphia, while has a good record, their offense has been anything but good up until this point. Oklahoma City has a pretty good chance at home to make that an ugly slugfest where they can win in the 90s. Going into overtime, scoring 127, <laughs> I did not see coming. But so neither it's here a good nor game. 
It was a good game. Joel Embiid, he's a ton of fun. Uh, he's my favorite player in the league. He looked like he was so bored. I think Thunder fans They're won't like that. Don't no, Thunder they hated that. Hate I put that out on Twitter. And, you know, surprisingly, I had more people come back to me and say, yeah, I agree, then what? Really? Yeah. I was actually very pleasantly surprised by that because he's my favorite player in the league. That's no secret. I love how big of a troll he is. And I also love the fact that he's wicked talented, but he's also able to kind of, like, you carry that over. you work in the word wicked? I love the word wicked. You're going to have to be on these podcasts more if you're going to use the word, like, wicked. <laughs> I love – I have really weird words. But um, <laughs> I just – I really think he's so great. And so I was so excited to watch him play. And then I put that out there, and then he ended up, like, losing to the team that I cover. So it kind of, like, worked half and half, like a good way and good win-win sure. situation. Sure. So, uh, yeah, it was kind of cool. Uh, as far as the game against the Clippers, Brady <coughs> – Two-point loss. It was ugly. Paul George did some things. Montrezl Harrell was the best player in the game, I think. Uh, yeah, he killed the Thunder. Yeah. Thunder um, killer. And it was funny because you go into that game thinking, okay, Paul George, he's been lighting it up in the two games that he's um, played coming back from offseason shoulder injury, surgery, excuse me. Um, they also have Lou Williams. If they're going to get killed off the bench, it's going to be because Lou Williams is – Torches him. He's, he's a starter that comes off the bench. And it was Montrez Harrell. It kind of makes sense. Who's also a starter that comes off the bench. Pretty much. But it kind of makes sense when you, like, when I, at least when I watched the tape the next morning before the Lakers game, because um, I kind of had the thought watching the game in real time, okay, they're just hedging Steven Adams off their man, off of Harrell to go help out Paul George, to go help out Terrence Ferguson on defense. Watching it, yeah, there were like five or six instances where that was hardcore what was going on. And I, I, I can't disagree with that logic. If you're going to pick between Paul George getting hot or Montrez Harrell beating you, I'd pick Montrez Harrell. But again, Paul George still beat them at the end, and it was because Billy Donovan didn't want to put Terrence Ferguson out there, who had been playing very, very well defensively against him. Like we've we've gone into the season going like trumpeting the whole like we're actually going to get to see Billy Donovan coach. We're going to see how good he is as a coach, and he's done some nice things. The team has really taken to an identity and played to a system here and there. But when he makes a big mistake, it needs to be equally criticized, and that was a very bad mistake. It, it took away a chance for the Thunder to potentially win their first game on the road. And, yeah, Tanking is not tanking unless you try to win a, lose on purpose. <laughs> no, Best. I mean, yeah, um, I kind of – that was that game that Billy said after the game, like, that was completely on me, right? Because someone asked him about that. I yeah, think he, he said that was on him. He was like, yeah, that was completely my fault. Like, I shouldn't have done that. Um, I've always thought that Billy Donovan was a good coach. I kind of like the decisions he makes. There have been a couple of games this season um, that basically go back to the Clippers game and then last night's Lakers game. Just a couple of questionable decisions just by Billy. But, I mean, overall, I think he's a good coach. I like kind of what he's doing out there. I like the rotations he's been putting. Um, right now, I like the fact that he's utilizing Nerland Joel a lot more than Steven Adams just because I think Steven, he <laughs> – I feel like a jerk throwing Steven Adams under the bus, but I think, you think right he sucks. now – You think he sucks? I think that Nerland Joel is a better player. Are you saying he's player. the worst player in the NBA? No. He just um, said he's the worst player in the I'm NBA. I'm saying Flat that I think Nerland Joel is better right now. You're too high. You shouldn't be on this and podcast. And I, I honestly think that everyone would erupt. <laughs> yeah, One right. too many gummy bears. <laughs> Took you way too long to realize what I said. <laughs> no, I think you guys suck. But um, I – I think we suck? Yes, I, I think know. you suck Tiana for having Trump that take. sucks. Ew, Brady. <laughs> what did he say? God, no, just go back and listen to it after we finish. <laughs> but, no, I just think Nerland Noel, if he's going to keep playing the way that he's playing, he should probably have that position over Steven Adams. I mean, Steven Adams is a good starter, and having Nerlens come off the bench, I like that. But right now I think Nerland Noel is the better player, and that's why he's getting more minutes. He certainly did last night. Billy benched Steven Adams. I think they played the exact same amount, actually. I think they both played 24. 
I've said it for the last year. I thought a year and a half ago Stephen Adams plateaued, and if it's if you're gonna say he's my injured, name's Brady and I'm just so right all the time. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you just say, "Oh yeah, I called the the, the Philly win," and on I the radio. immediately followed it up with, "And I was wrong about how it was gonna happen." But you were right. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I was wrong you and were, right. But you um, half half full, half empty, kind of a okay. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so sorry. I see Stephen Adams stinks. He's the worst player in the league. If you're going to say that it's because he's injured, you know what? He's just probably going to be a guy that's going to be constantly dealing with something. I mean, if he's a seven-foot Mike Miller, like, is that what you want? Just lower your expectations of him. He's not ever going to be an all-star player. He's not ever probably going to be a fringe all-star player for an entire season. At best, he's just going to be a high-end level role player. That's fine, but just lower your expectations and you won't be as disappointed. Yeah, I mean, that's probably what I need to start doing just because I've been on such a high horse with Steven Adams for so many years thinking that he's, like, the greatest thing to ever grace Oklahoma City. Um, and he's not bad. He still does a lot of good things. Like, he's really good um, kind of fending people off of the rim when he needs to do that. But he only scored, like, two points last night. He's not really that efficient on offense anymore. And, I mean, Nerlens Noel, I'm a big fan right now. The, the Chris Paul-Steven Adams pick and roll has – been the opposite of what we all assumed it was going to be this season, but the St the Chris Paul Nerlens Noel half court offense. I mean, especially last night, there were three straight possessions of badass play by those two, and how that can't work with Steven, I don't I don't know. Hmm. What a bummer. Because you and I, Chisholm, like we, I feel like either right before the season started or just as the season was starting, you and I really disagreed about the future of Steven Adams on this franchise, and I was all all in on you got to keep him. You just got to keep him. You want that guy in your locker room. He's a better Nick Collison. You want that for your young guys and the guys that you're going to eventually draft. At this point, I think he's going to finish out his contract because I don't know if anyone's going to want to take that on. But after that, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if the Thunder draft another center that they feel can stretch the floor, you know, a few years down the road, I won't think that that's a bad idea. Uh, just for the record. I said what I think should happen and what I think will happen are two different things. Okay. I think they're going to keep Steven Adams. My personal opinion is that they should have moved on from him this summer if they could have, if not right here at the first of the year. I thought they were going to keep him, but if I was running the team, I'd be doing the opposite. Uh, but, no, they're they're in a perplexing place here with Steven. I don't know. It wouldn't shock me if we just see him shut down for two yeah. weeks. Like, just randomly. Yeah, just figure it out. Like, you know what I mean? That's what tanking teams do, especially when they have a guy who's going to be a part of their core who's struggling. You can afford – to just say, hey, man, go nurse whatever that, whatever's hurting. But most importantly, like, mentally figure out what's going on. You know what I mean? And I, I, Some of that feels like, yes, it looks like he's dealing with some kind of an injury. Like, I, I'm not going to yeah, act like it doesn't. But does it not feel like most of it's mental? Like, it, sure, does he have a nagging injury? Sure. But it sure feels like most of his struggles early in the year have just been mental. Yeah. What but I will say, though, is it's nice not to see him out on the perimeter guarding point guards like we did a whole lot yes. last year. I mean, that's, isn't that, that pleasant? That, 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 that certainly nice, helped, of course. But, I mean, there was that one particular play uh, last night where I think Chris Paul, like, just threw a half-court pass to Nerlens Noel because he had uh, Alex Caruso on him. Nerlens Noel caught it, allowed Caruso to jump past him, pump faked it. JaVale McGee came around, and then Nerlens Noel just spun around JaVale McGee, and he dunked it with one hand. There Ooh, was, was nice. no way that in hell. That was real nice. Yeah, and I told you during the game when yeah. that happened, there was no way in hell Steven Adams could have had made that happen. It would either been a foul on Caruso or JaVale McGee, or he would have lost the ball. Like, I'm sorry. That's just, I just don't see that athleticism that we saw in Steven Adams' career, career when he was younger. I don't see mm -hmm. that anymore. And if it's not there, he's just going to slow down the offense. But um, I, I wonder if it's going to be a telltale sign of if they do the opposite of that, what you just said, of like shutting him down for two weeks. If they don't do that, I think clearly that's an that's an endorsement of they don't want to trade him because if they 
are still open to the belief that they could trade him potentially. Don't they want him to be healthy and not just go out there and half-ass it because he's hurt or dealing with something? Sure. You don't want to tank yeah. his trade value as a result. No. Now, yeah. Up until this point in Stephen Nabb's career, it's always been he's incredible to start the season. He goes back to about what he thought he was, and then about February at the All-Star break, he just falls off a cliff. Right. That's really been every season in Oklahoma City for Stephen, it feels like. Maybe are we getting the opposite this year? Maybe he's just a streaky player in large stretches, and we're going to see the opposite of that. He's really going to come on at the end of the season. Do you even think that's possible, or is it? It'll be a shame if Chris Paul's not here by that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's fair. <laughs> okay, I was kind of saying that, though, um, kind of earlier when the season first started. I think I was telling it to you, Brady, that I maybe, like, this is going to be a season where Steven does start off pretty slow, and he's kind of, like, he just looks – hurt he looks lethargic out there he doesn't look like he has a lot of energy to play the game but maybe he's gonna like pick it up or he's gonna like magically be healed one day he's gonna feel a lot better he's gonna feel stronger and then he's gonna like finish the season really strong like I don't know that might be a thing for Steven because I still believe in him as a player but right now I've just kind of I think a lot of people are losing that electricity that he used to bring to the floor He's not the young pup anymore. And, it's and hard the, to watch. On the sometimes. previous championship teams. And he has a lot of body, though. Russell Westbrook, Paul George teams, loosely calling them championship teams. It really was, though, the superstar veterans. And Steven kind of felt like the young, frisky player who everyone's drawn to because he plays hard. Yeah. Yep. He's not the young, frisky player who plays hard on this team anymore. I'm not saying he doesn't play hard. He plays hard. And but he, he you could see it from Shea and Diallo and Baisley a whole lot more than you can see it from Steven right yeah. now. So I think he, some of the, the shine that was on him based off his situation has been rubbed off because there's just younger guys who are just a little bit more jump off the page from their effort just based yeah. off their age. Yeah. No, you, you see it with any player. Like, you, you start to adjust your expectations as they get older into their careers. Like, all the silly mistakes that Darius Baisley makes, you're not going to, like, laugh at those or smile at them in year three and year four. You're going to hope that he just doesn't make those. Sure. So it's the same thing with Steven Adams. He doesn't get away with just being a hustle guy or just being a grit guy. He's got to do something. And, you know, catching the ball under the rim with a guy out of position and pump faking it all the way down to your knees, that's just not going to get it done when you're a 52% free throw shooter. Well, he's in his sixth year now, right? He's still like 26 now. He's kind of in that awkward position in the league where it's like, oh, he, you can't really consider him a young, energetic guy anymore because you have 19-year-olds on your team. But then you will have like 34-year-olds on your team and Chris Paul. And so you're like, oh, well, he's a seasoned vet. Like, he knows the role of the game. He is so good at adjusting to wherever he's put. But Steven Adams is kind of in that weird spot right now where he's like, he's been in the league for a while, but this not like a super season. long time. Oh, it's seventh. Okay. Yeah, this is seventh season. So, and yeah, he's 26. 26? Do you know what's crazy? 20. This is Steven yeah, Adams' seventh season, and James Harden's in his 10th. Those That's guys weird. feel like light years apart yes. as far as like their, obviously their stature in the league, but also how long they've been at it. Yeah. That whole, he's a young guy and he's going to get figured out, I think that's still the mantra. I don't think Thunder fans should lose hope on Steven Adams. I think they should be excited that he's a part of this team long term. But that whole, he's young and he's going to get figured out, I know he's 26. Gone. But, I mean, like that's that's starting to run out as an excuse. 26, 27, 28, that's really when that's you should your be. Prime. That should be when you're hitting your prime. You Heck should be yeah. in stride. You should be plateauing by then. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to plateau in two years then. I am plateauing. Chisholm's already plateaued. I'm a, I think I'm on. I think I peaked two years ago. I think I'm on the <laughs> downhill. I'm past my prime. I'm past yeah, my prime. Brady's getting old. I'm, God, she I'm did it again right twice in a week. She, <laughs> told me, she called me and Matt Burton old on Monday. Matt Burton? I forgot that Matt Burton was 26. I thought he was 24 like me. What? Matt Burton's 26. Do you not know that? What? The Sultan of SWAT. How old do you think he was? At 23? No, he's 26. 22? Yeah. Matt Burton is 26 Matt Burton is years 26 old? 26 years old. And then Matt Madison age shamed us. Because I'm 24 and young and fun. 
Enjoy it while My it lasts. Wife's 23. <laughs> it's fleeting. Wait, uh, your wife's 23? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Never mind. <laughs> I feel old now. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just staggered by Matt Burton being 26 Yeah, that's years what old. I said. I thought he was my age. He's had 26 birthday parties Good at Todd and Kelly Lizenby's house, and you weren't invited, Brady Madison. Brady <laughs> shot to the heart. <laughs> Good for Matt Burton. Uh, Danilo Gallinari has been good for this team but not clutch I for the like game this guy a lot and though. the Milwaukee game I really it's like just the turtleneck shut up no it's not it has Your way more bias. to do no 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 you like yes, Italy am, I'm not gonna get in, into why we're not gonna talk lately. about Italy <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> we're not gonna talk about Italy <laughs> sorry one sec how many turtlenecks do you own actually um two and eight account and I didn't do this on purpose like I legit just acquired that many turtlenecks over the span of a couple of years or so too many to count yes rough guess uh twelve First off, you can count to 12. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a countable yeah. number. Well, d just more than I could, like, Some think of in my head right now. Chisel. I want to say that I have about 12 to 14 turtlenecks. I might have more. Do you have a problem? No, is I this, just. Is this I ended up really liking about? turtlenecks. It's kind of like a trend right now in the girl world. Like, we just like turtlenecks. Turtlenecks are, ne turtlenecks are on fleek. Yeah, they are. <laughs> You're too old to say that. Yeet. Oh, my God. <laughs> what does yeet mean? I asked Madison and Matt. Yeet. Did you just say that I'm too old to say fleek? Yeah, I don't say fleek. I'm 26. Ew. Oh, oh God. <laughs> This I is the worst Madison we're never inviting you. I actually, I thought you were 28. I'm sorry. That's why Madison loves Mason, right? <laughs> you know. thought I was 28? I didn't know how old you were. Yeah. I don't know how old anyone is. I just turned 26. Did you really? Yes. Oh. My bad. This is why <laughs> Madison loves Mason Ramsey. What is going on? <laughs> Ew, no. Um, I don't know anybody's age. I'm really bad at ages, except for Mason Ramsey. He is 13, and he's weird. Wait. If you're listening <laughs> to this podcast, I need to know how old you thought I was. Uh, Obviously, yeah. I am portraying something very wrong. I need well, to start swearing more. Well, you are set in your ways. I need to start smoking cigarettes. I guess I don't something. No, don't do that. That's what makes gross. me seem younger? I don't. No, I thought you were older. I want to seem younger. Um, if you, you thought I was twenty eight, I want to seem twenty six. I, I think it's no. It's kind of a compliment because you're like so. Is it like, I'm heavy? No, it's because you're good. Is it at, I'm fat? I think it's because it's good. At, you're good at what you do here Madison's at the radio station, a hole. and you have so much experience. You're always talking about, oh yeah, like this many years ago, I did this with Jerry, and like this and that, and like I used to be an intern here, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh yeah, Chisholm's old now. He's been here a while. <laughs> Goodness, this is just uh, so much. I know she. I'm sorry. I'm bad at ages. She, she crushed my heart on Monday. Brady, you're, what? You're 29. Yes. I knew that. You're like you're old. Freaking old. And it's all because I asked her, "What does yeet mean?" <laughs> yeet, yeet is like it's kind of like a celebratory term, like <laughs> yeet. Yeah, you get, she's they doing the, the arm thing that no you, one can you see. You have to listening. do yeet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm still a millennial. So <laughs> Shakeos Alexander, old or young? Uh, he's young. Young, and he's the uh, the future heart he's and soul of this team. He's young. Not according to Jerry Ramsey. He looks young, Whoa. though. Yeah, you've heard him say this before, haven't oh, you? Oh, yeah, Jerry's he a He thinks he's going to be a very a good number hater. two, that he's not number one. Oh, I don't know if I disagree with that. I don't know if that would be what I would predict, but if someone came with me as their opinion, I don't know if I'd be that. I'd be like, okay, I, don't, well, I disagree, but I could see Is it. your number two the heart and soul of your team? I guess it can be, because that's what everybody would say about Russell when Kevin Durant was still yeah, here. Yeah, Kevin. Ennis Cantor, when I asked no him. No one said that about Russell. People for, people are oh, forgetting people constantly how much they hated Russell Westbrook. No, everybody said that about Russell. Now, they would bitch about him in the moment and then following that moment, but it was always like Russell's the heart and soul of this team. I don't think that's right. I feel, I feel like I was that was always like the fan aura 
No, no, no. I think that was the media interpretation. I think that was correct by and large. I think fans thought Nick Collison was the heart and soul of the team. Oh, no. Oh. Kevin Durant was the best player, and Russell Westbrook was an asshole. Like, I think that's what fans thought. I mean, I would agree with that. But. And then he <laughs> is the guy who stayed and became a hero, which is quite the transformation. But maybe it's just, you know. You know. My, let's see. 2011 was my freshman year of college, so. Oh, God. I was a so maybe that was just like college. the Edmond, Oklahoma view of things. My uncle, who's from Dallas, I remember se- uh, texting me during the Western Conference Finals loss to the Mavericks and said, the Thunder are never going to win a title with Russell Westbrook. Now, the Thunder did get to the finals. But he was right. He was right. He was right. But that was, I mean, that was the series where Russell got benched for Eric Maynard. When that game two or the Thunder won, the one game they beat the Mavericks. I don't know what the actual stat is, but my recollection of Eric Maynard is that he was 100% on half-court shots. I feel oh, like he yeah. hit all of them. I like, every it, time he took a half-court shot, I was, was like, oh, that, that's going in. Was that 2011 <laughs> or 2012? No, it was 2011 because 2012 he – It was 2011. The year they made the finals. No, they made the finals in 2012. I oh, know, 2011-2012 season. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I think he hit every half-court shot he took that year. He had to have gone, like, 19 for 19. It was amazing. It was always at the end of the first half, and he always heaved up a half-court bucket, and it always went in. Didn't Samaj <laughs> Kristen make, like, two in a row in 2016-17? Did he? I think he did. Those were the only two three-pointers he hit that whole year outside of the uh, triple-double three-pointer in Denver. That everybody will remember. Everyone will you remember. You always had that, Samaj. I'm always going to nail that trivia. Anyway, Shea Gills Alexander. Brady, he uh, is tapering off. Early in the year, he's averaging 23.5 points. Now he's down to 19.5. Still well above his average last year, which was 11. So He's, he's a bum. Just kidding. He uh, He's coming back down to earth. <laughs> he's coming back down to earth a little bit. I, rookie wall obviously isn't the correct term because he's not a rookie. but He's not a ro- he's not a rookie, but he's in a new – not just on a new team with new teammates, but he's in a new responsibility. Sure. Like he's, he's being looked to score more than he was being looked to for the Clippers. So this is an extended rookie season for him. He's still learning a lot of new things, how to attack defenses that are gearing up to stop him as opposed to when opponents would play the Clippers last year. They didn't – necessarily like okay rookie go ahead and shoot um so there's going to be ups and downs it's nothing really too concerning to me i think he's going to you know year three year four he's probably going to rise to be a plus 20 uh points per game score he's just far too talented and um, any score is going to go through a lull sure you just you're either tired defenses are just having their night against you my thing with him is just at least be aggressive i don't care about inefficient shooting this early in somebody's career I worry about that year four, year five. Um, if the shot's not falling, just continue to be aggressive. Last night when they played the Lakers, he didn't really do that much in the first half. I thought he was fairly aggressive in the second half. And so those are the things I'm looking for, and I think he's I think he's fine. See, I really like Shea. I, I mean, I've kind of been on board with him since he got here just because I didn't watch a lot of him at the Clippers uh, last season. But uh, when he got here and people were really hyped about it, I was – intrigued by it so just I've paid a lot of attention of what he's been able to do so far for the Thunder and I think right now he is so good at kind of like weaseling his way in and out of like tricky situations and making it look so effortless and I mean he has been struggling with that a little bit obviously what you guys are talking about he's dipped a little bit now that uh, the season has gone on but I don't know I feel like he's going to be the player that's going to come back from that he's not just going to continually like have a downfall and I mean I could be very wrong but I don't know there's something I like about him in the way that he is just so athletic and so energetic, but he also, he, he kind of like understands his role on this team. And the first time that we ever talked to him, that was the first thing I noticed about him was just how, I don't know, mature he sounded and how he was so willing just to Just because he has a deep voice. Well, no, I mean, he, just like the way he talked and like the things I that he said I sound mature because I'm 28. Us. Not because, but yeah, I have a high-pitched yeah, voice. Okay. 
y'all are funny. But I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really on board so with him. So I think it's going to be good. Brady, I'm not hate shaming Hashtag anyone. Boomers. <laughs> Hashtag boomers. I like um, being young. Okay, boomer. <laughs> That's all you really need to say, Madison. Okay, boomer. <laughs> 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 say it to Jerry, this please. This is horrible. Jerry? Yeah. What would Jerry do? He'd, he'd probably just be like, oh, my God, somebody said something to me. Okay, I'm going to do it. <laughs> okay, uh, your Tankathon update. The Oklahoma City Thunder would have the 11th best odds at the number one pick if the season ended today. Not good enough. That's better than 12, not but not as good as 10. Good not enough. enough. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to the rest of the league. Lakers uh, and the Boston Celtics. Two best teams in each of their opposing conferences. I, we, we thought both those teams were going to be good. Up to this point, though, this has been a pretty big surprise. Oh yeah, especially with um, especially with Boston. And it, like Eleven it, and two on the year. It's almost like if you take a cancerous player off your team and just add a really good chemistry guy, <laughs> we really undervalued that. Oh, you mean as Cantor? I was talking about Howard. Oh, of course. <laughs> Duh. No, um, Boston. I, I'm really curious how they play out the like the next few weeks because some of their wins have been against some bad teams by the skin of their teeth. Yeah. Um, maybe that new car smell is just working for them right now with Kimba Walker and, you know, the loss of some of certain players who will remain nameless. You can just guess who that is. Um, Jabba Sully. With Boston, I mean, I, I don't know. They're all, they were talented last year. They were talented the year before. All these guys are in their third, fourth, fifth years now. Yeah. They should be better. Um, I think that – I think they should be better than Milwaukee, but Milwaukee is a team with chemistry. Boston does have chemistry. They lost Gordon Hayward. For the next month or so, how long is he out? Gordon Hayward? Yeah, yeah, I mean, six day weeks. That's six so sad. Yeah, poor I mean, guy. I, which is a shame because he was playing well finally. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. Grand scheme of things, he'll be back plenty of time. Plenty of time to get it figured out. Yeah, I mean, the grand scheme of things, I don't know. All I know is Boston is far too talented to be lower than the second or the third seed in the East. Can I give you my random stat that I just can't believe is true? Do you know out of pairs? So two players from the same team who has the highest point differential in pairs. So like an average yeah. te- uh, average set of teammates would have a plus six. Like just the league average guys. Yeah. Like who are the players? That you're- yeah, the two players. Um, For instance, James Harden and Russell Westbrook are a plus ten. Would it be Tatum and... Oh, no, Baines plays for Phoenix now. He does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and he's be. playing well. It's Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Oh, okay. Plus 19. I thought When they're on the floor together, it. they're outscoring their opponents by plus 19. They're the best pair in the league today. That's wild. And they got rid of Terry Rozier. Scary yep, that, that was it. Is that the guy you were talking about? Because I was talking <laughs> about Kyrie Irving. <laughs> no, I was also talking about Al Horford. Fair enough. Uh, Los Angeles Lakers, Madison, all sitting at 12-2. They actually have the best record in the league today. I don't know if you're blown away or shocked by the fact the Lakers are the best team. I thought, I think we all mm. thought they were going to be in the upper echelon, but like running away with the Western Conference, quote unquote, that is a little bit surprising. Honestly, I'm not like totally shocked by it, just because of all the hype that's been around them to begin this season, with obviously um, acquiring guys like Anthony Davis and LeBron Dwight Howard. James. Oh, look out, Dwight, Dwight Howard. Howard with his dreads, dreads oh, twists. What he, are those? He looks Braids? like he's on drugs, but I don't know. Um, do, you, do you like his bicycle shorts? I don't. I don't like them. 
Okay. I do not. But, uh, yeah, with the Lakers, I'm not, like, totally shocked uh, just because we witnessed it last night watching them play against the Thunder. They're a good team, and so good for them. That's kind of crazy just despite how much they uh, sucked last year. And uh, now it's kind of like a complete 180 for them. So maybe that can happen for the Thunder one day, but good for the Lakers doing that. I was a little surprised about how athletic they were. Maybe it's just because I, I go into the season, like, LeBron is 35 at some point. At some point, it's going to start falling off, right? Like his father time's undefeated. Sure, lead the league in assists at 37. And you know, I've covered the Thunder for four years now, and they've, you know, of a lot of things, they've always been one of the more athletic teams in the league. So you have that in mind. But my God, the Thunder looks so outclassed in terms of athleticism and length. And this is a team that isn't hurting in terms of athleticism and length. Right. And the Lakers just looked like they were on a completely different planet. And, yes, 90% of it was LeBron and Anthony Davis. But even guys like Contavious Caldwell-Pope were running the floor. Alex Caruso, JaVale McGee, Danny Green was running the floor. Danny Green can't do anything unless he's standing there. He can there. run the floor. Yeah, but he can run the floor. <laughs> but it's – I don't know. Le- LeBron is just – he's leading the league in assists, which we all kind of scoffed at going into the season of, like, oh, he's going to play point guard. That's silly. He's leading the league in assists. It, it's – I don't know. I don't know how much of this is just fresh legs. It's a new thing with Anthony Davis. Right. I don't know how this is going to age kind of like with Boston. But, I mean, as of right now, like they – we're going to we're finally going get, to get to see Paul George and Kawhi Leonard tonight. Ooh, I'm excited. But, I mean, the Lakers, they, they just look – they finally look like the old school Lakers. Yeah. That I grew up watching. All right, the other thing I would tell you that I think is uh, a ton of fun, and if you're a gambler out there, welcome to the All In Podcast. You should subscribe to it. Please do. Best value right now in the NBA on futures bets. Not NBA title. It's not who's going to win their division. It's not win totals. This is the best bet you can place right now as far as the future goes. 16 to 1. You bet a dollar, you win $16. A Luka Doncic to win the MVP. This season? This season. Right now. Today. Okay, so sixteen who, to one. So he opened at thirty-five to one, and I'm really upset. I didn't let's, jump on that. let's go east from west. So Pascal Siakam's going to be up there. In MVP votes? Yeah. Nah, I don't see that. I'd vote for him. I think he. I kidding. think he'll get some MVP votes. Okay. Um, I think it's sustainable. So no one uh, from the Boston Celtics. No one from the Boston Celtics. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yes, who is the the favorite right now? Mm-hmm. Um, I, James Harden's been on a tear. I, I mean, think he's he's always going to be there statistically. Yeah. And if the Rockets win north of 52, 53 games, he'll be up there. Um, Anthony Davis is third. Anthony LeBron Davis. James is directly behind him. Nope. I think those guys are going to offset each other like Heisman, like Steph Heisman and votes. Kevin yeah. Durant, kind of. Uh, Joel Embiid? Heck I don't. yeah. I'll vote. I just I, – I don't see it I don't from see a conditioning standpoint. And I love Joel. <laughs> yeah. I love Joel. He's fun, like, he is fun to watch, and he is – it's incredible how big he is and how dominant he can be when he's on. Mm-hmm. And then Kawhi. And I think Kawhi is going to play 65 games. I think people are going to cross him off just like they did last year. Yep. So, in reality, the only people above him that I actually think could win the award is Giannis and James. Yeah. No, if Luka keeps keeps on this tear. Like Giannis is a 200, so win $2 for every dollar you bet. James is 3. And... Luca's sixteen to one, and he's averaging thirty six nine and nine. Well, I'll ask you this: Did Russell Westbrook set a precedent when he won the MVP at 2016-17 as a forty seven l- l- leading his team to forty seven wins and the sixth seed? Did he set a precedent for the Mavericks or for Luka Doncic to potentially win it as a worse seed? Yeah. So if if I think the magic sauce is in what you're really gambling on, because I think Luca's going to keep this up. I really do. 
I, I think this guy is. They're gonna, they run their offense through him, and like if KCP gets better, which I think he will, that's not going to take away from Luka because they're just going to run two-man pick-and-roll, pick-and-pop all day long. Yeah, my worst take of all time on the radio is when I said Luka – at bare minimum, will be the second best player on a championship team. But there's like a 20% chance he's the best player on a championship. What a stupid thing to say. That was a 100% <laughs> chance. That was a 100% chance. Uh, I, I, so I think he's going to keep this up. He has been unbelievable. It's going to come down to if the Dallas Mavericks win enough games. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's where it's all. So do you think Dallas can win 47 games? Because I think that's kind of the magic this number. It's a team that's been swept by the Knicks already. Which they have three losses that just make no sense. Yeah. And Two of them are the And that, that's my question. Like Luke They should gonna, have won the game against the Lakers. Luke is going to keep these numbers up. I just, like, at what point do you say, like, the, the team success just is not there? Right. And the thing, like, I'll always bring up about Russell Westbrook's MVP, he didn't win it because of the triple-double. He won it because the last 15 to 20 games that year, he was not only on fire, he, kept, he helped the Thunder win the vast majority of those games sure. late in exciting fashion, and it got people excited for him. Yeah, yeah. the triple-double thing is overplayed. It was, his, it was his Heisman moment. Obviously, it was the, the stretch run. A triple double played a factor, and the, the fact that it was the season after Kevin Durant played a factor. Like those the, are the three yeah. biggest right, reasons, yeah. and I would say those are all pretty equal. The clutch numbers were historic, right? Yep. But can Luca get to 45, 47, 48, 49 wins with the Mavericks? I think it's possible. I thought so going into the year. I thought they'd be a six to eight seed, and it's in danger already. Yeah, they're the number one. I mean, they're the number one offense in the league currently. Uh, they're going to put up some monstrosity of numbers. The other thing I would say is the West with Portland. And Damian Lillard's injury getting a little awkward. Golden State obviously sucks. Yeah, we haven't <laughs> even talked about Melo Madison. Is they, oh, <laughs> get me started. Is horrendous. The Pelicans dealing with the Zion injury are worse than we thought. The Phoenix Suns are in the eighth seed right now. So my point is, like, the West isn't as good as we thought it was going to be. Yeah. We thought it was going to be really hard to find your way to the playoffs. In reality, it looks like there's, like, six good teams, counting the Mavericks and the Utah Jazz as two of them. And everybody else. I think there's going to be a ton of winnable games. You're going to take that lid off first, homie. Uh, there's going to be a ton of winnable games for the Mavericks. I think I think they can get there. I love Luka this year. I really think they Set can, your DVRs. Right now, I have a lot of friends that are actually big uh, Mavericks fans, and they were talking that this team gets them all kinds of excited just because they see so much potential in what they're doing right now. And I think Luka has definitely been, like, the ignition to all of that because he's just been – He's been awesome, and we've gotten to see him play already this season. He was really fun to watch in person. Like, I really think that he can put this team kind of, like, on his back almost and just really lead them to do something spectacular this season. So I would love to see Luka get a little bit more recognition. Uh, he's already getting a ton right now, but I really do think that he's capable of doing everything that you guys are just talking yeah. about. Like, I'm, it's fantastic. I mean, if they're a playoff team and Luka single-handedly wins them some games, like post-All-Star break, to keep them in the playoffs – and his numbers are still relatively the same, which I think they will be, then, yeah, I think he probably will win the MVP because the, the hype is there, the narratives are there, the excitement Giannis, will, will yeah. certainly be there. There might be, some, there might be some exhaustion with James Harden. There might be even some exhaustion with uh, Giannis. It's Tim really Pippo. hard to repeat as an MVP. Like, yeah. You really have yeah, to be over the top that's good. That's a lot. Steve Nash. People don't like voting for the same guy twice. Is it Steve Nash, Steph Curry. LeBron James. LeBron James. Michael Jordan. Who's that? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> All right, guys. I, I gotta get to do. I gotta do a radio show today. I want to see him in a blue ball, blue bowls jersey. Stop with the blue. Oh no, they're horrible. We know they're horrible. The colors. I like they're the colors. Ugly. I like the colors. I hate the design. Hate the design. It's just yeah, too it's, much. It's okay. No one, no one will ever top the Miami Heat and what they've done with their jerseys. Well, here's what I can't tell you: is <laughs> Miami Heat are gonna start getting drug tested pretty frequently. So you better get prepared hush, for that. Hush, hush.
All right. This has uh, been the OKC AT Podcast. Madison, thanks for hanging out. You should come back. Thanks. I totally will. If I don't have to work on a Wednesday, you, I can come pester you guys some more. Sounds good. Arlo can just do this from Kendra Scott. Please do. Just come in. So we can hear That'd Madison cuss I'm going to come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come see you soon so I get my wife something for Christmas. Do it. All right. All right. Till next time, this has uh, been the OKC AT Podcast live from the press down 16th Street. Best food in town. Not even a question. Uh, so come down here, hang out. We had some awesome mozzarella sticks, some mashed potato bowl, buffalo chicken, buffalo macaroni. Buffalo chicken macaroni? Buffalo, buffalo macaroni chicken? Bac- uh, buffalo mac and cheese. Baf- buffalo mac and cheese. Uh, and uh, Brady had his like salad with his seasonal fruit. Good for you, Brady. I'm sorry. He was told it was going to be figs. It turned out to be cantaloupe. Oh, yeah. Like, when that happens. They will be hearing from my lawyer soon. Don't <laughs> worry about it. No, I'm just kidding. Thank you. Shout out to the press for always taking care of us. For sure. For um, sure. And shout out to Thunder Mob Jacob for recommending the b- buffalo chicken macaroni and cheese because he asked us to order it and then talk about it on air. It's incredible. And I, I, I eat here all the time, so I can tell you it's awesome. It's so good. That was probably the best mac and cheese I've ever had. I'd swim in it. <laughs> I would swim in it. <laughs> I would sleep in uh, it. Okay, you guys are back on Friday night? Lakers at home? Yes. We're um, not on postgame, but we'll be doing OKC82 podcast. So make sure you keep it locked right here on the OKC82 podcast. Till next Wednesday, till Friday night. Bye-bye. Adios. Listen to Chisholm Holland weekdays from 6 to 8 p.m. on 1077 The Franchise and 1079 The Franchise in Tulsa. Follow him on Twitter at Chisholm Holland. Subscribe, rate, and review all the podcasts in the Franchise Podcast Network. The Sam Mays Podcast, All In, Inside OU, OKC82, and Intimate with TV's Jerry can be found in all the places you listen to your podcasts. Seriously, just subscribe. You don't even have to listen.